2: Welcome in to Inside Carolina's post-game podcast, sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt, johnnytshirt.com's Tommy Ashley, that's Taylor Vipulis and Dewey Burke. Vip, since you got in here first, I'll start with you. Carolina loses 62-57 on senior night. Um, felt really, really similar to the game, if not almost perfectly similar to the game in Durham.
1: Yep. It's uh, This game for me is – this team is who we kind of thought they were. Um, their their inability to close games late, an offense that that gets pretty stagnant at times. They don't really have somebody that they – they can go to consistently. And then, you know, what, you know, somewhat what you're going to get from Baycott, uh, love and Davis, but when defenses are, are just collapsing on you and the, the duo of Pete Nance and, and Leaky goes two of 10 from three, uh, it, it's, it's almost a miracle that Carolina was even in a position to win. And, um, for this team to be good, those, those guys have to hit shots. And I, I think it's, I think it's as simple as that, because I think you, you had some good moments from Caleb. uh, You had some good moments from RJ and um, Mondo, but when, when you're not really getting any, any outside threat, it it makes it a lot easier for, for the Duke defense to kind of suffocate you and see the way they did. And they finished with what, 57.
2: Yep, fits seven points again. Dewey, you said repeatedly last time we did this podcast after the game in Durham, can't believe it, fits seven points. Fits seven points again. What you thinking?
0: I'm just so frustrated. Um, you know, I, I watched the game with family, and um, I said to my father-in-law before the game started, I said, here's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on our shot quality. If we can get quality shots, I don't think they're that good and we should win. I thought our shot quality was terrible. Um, I thought we missed a lot of the actual halfway decent shots that we did get around the rim. We missed, it felt like almost all of them. Missed a bunch of free throws. I just, yeah, (laughs) fits seven points. I mean, here we are again. And, um, another, a text I got from a teammate, uh, he said, we have to have the guts to make shots in the second half. Uh,
2: six for 18 on layups in this game. And obviously, don't tell me,
0: don't, don't give me lively.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, obviously lively is a shot blocker, but. I mean, you just got to make them. You got to dunk them. He
0: sat for 10 minutes. He sat from 17 to 7.
2: Yeah, and he played played 17 minutes total. Baycott 4 for 8. Leakey, 3 for 16. Love, 3 for 12. RJ, 6 for 13. And Pete Nance, 1 for 4. Carolina shoots 30% from the field. Duke, not much better, 38%. Uh, Taylor, I I mean – they are who we thought they are. Um, so who are they? Are they a tournament team? Uh, I, I don't think they're a tournament team.
1: And I don't think this team has anybody to blame for not being a tournament team other than themselves. It's not the committee. It's not, you know, Joe Lenardi on ESPN. It's not um, the the net rankings the eye test just says this isn't a tournament team they 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 struggle putting away teams um it's it's an offense that just looks really bad at times and it's to, to me this isn't a tournament team maybe maybe they have a run in in the acc tournament um but i think everything they've kind of proven up to this point is this is who they are and anybody that's expecting some different results or some drastic different results. Um, it's just it's just a false notion at this point.
2: Yep, Carolina tied it up forty three all, and it's always tough doing this after the post game. But tied it up on RJ's three, all, and then went
0: um, went up four. They moved up four with Pete's three.
2: Yeah, then they then they they didn't score again though for three and a half minutes, and then they went up on. Davis's three, 46 45, and then went up four, 49 45, with 832 left on Pete's three. And Duke pretty much, um, yeah, it was back and forth there for a little while. I mean, Dewey, you mentioned shot selection. I felt like they missed a ton of wide open looks, and they've done it all year. You make 14 on Monday night, you come back and you make five of 23 tonight. I mean, I just, people need an explanation, Dewey and you played it, and you're a shooter. I just – I don't – is there even one? Uh, It's just inconceivable to see how many – when they do get a good shot, to see how they miss them, and and a lot of times not even close.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't – you shoot 30% from the field, 21% from three. We actually out-rebounded them in the second half. I'm looking at this at the stats because I believe when I checked at half, they were up. I don't know five or seven rebounds. What you, Tommy? You have it in front of you. So we out-rebounded in the second half, but we shot the ball so poorly that we couldn't overcome it. Look, Duke is not good. This no, is not I a good. Th- this is not a good Duke team. They can't score either. Sixty-two to fifty-seven. I feel like that should be the halftime score. I don't. I don't have an explanation. I mean, I just. I thought, I thought in the first half, Duke guarded us and took us out of what we wanted to do. Our shot quality was really low. Our shot quality was better in the second half. Uh, we missed a ton of layups. But even with all of that, when we made a couple of shots, here we are up four, crowds into it, and we just, nothing was sustainable. Nothing was – nothing. you never had the ability to string together possessions in a row We felt confident on either end. And even if we – to your point about 43-43, we would get – it was 43-43, and I think we got at least two if not three stops in a row and -hmm. then came down and either turned it over or had very, very low-quality shots. I mean, you string together consecutive stops, that should change the momentum. You should be able to make a push, especially at home. And it it just – Every possession was so painful offensively. And and Tommy, do you have it? I think we had nine transition points in the first half. How many do we have in the second half?
2: What'd you say? Fast break points? Second half?
0: Fast break points in the second half.
2: It says nine. Hold on. Second half. I know I think we have zero. None. Yeah. Zero. None. None.
0: Right? And we got plenty of stops. And there were several possessions where we got stops and got rebounds, and then we hold the ball. We talked about this. Maybe it's a different philosophy. That I don't understand that when you cannot score against their set five defensively, try to push the ball to get yourself in a in a position of advantage. We walk it up, dribble handoff, dribble handoff, dribble handoff, ball screen, ball screen. Now it's under ten on the shot clock, and we take a heave. I mean, our just our efficiency offensively
2: was just brutal. Yeah, Mike, eight, eight, eight for 30 from the field in the second half. Go ahead, yeah. Taylor.
1: Yeah, Mike, my, my question with this team's inability to close out games is wondering, you know, how much of a factor tired legs are. I think you saw in the first half, this was probably the most willing that Coach Davis was going, going to that bench early. Now, part of it was puff gets hurt, part of it was foul trouble. Um, but, Th- that didn't really feel like the game or, or the moment to see what, what those guys can do. That time was way earlier in the season. And when you don't develop a bench and, and you need them to contribute, you, you kind of see the results in that first half where uh, Seth Trimble has zero confidence shooting the ball and he's very turnover prone. Dunn and Nickel don't have any rhythm to, to their shots despite them having reputations as being shooters. Washington struggles defensively. Nichols struggles defensively. So I think you're, you see in the first half why Coach Davis is reluctant to play some of those guys. And then as a result in the second half, you're, you you kind of go back to that Iron Five mentality. And then, you know, once you, once you get to four minutes, despite having the home crowd and despite having the momentum, those guys just seem to not be able to close out games. And, and it has become a trend at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've said all year that Baycott needs to have as many shots as the average between Love and Davis. Well, Baycott had eight field goal attempts tonight, and I understand he got fouled and all. Nine for ten from the line. Got to give him credit there. But he had eight shots. Love had 12. Davis had 13. Leakey had 16 shots. Baycott only eight. And to our point and to y'all's point, Lively played 17 minutes, and Baycott played 30. Um, so he's out there for another 13 minutes without him and didn't, didn't get the ball. I mean, it, it's just brutal. Those possessions, those empty possessions, it felt like the NC State game. Carolina was up six against NC State in the second half, and just empty possession after empty possession allows State to get back. Look, and then give Duke credit. Duke ran some sets there at the end, and Dewey, this is where I want to get you in here. Duke ran some sets at the end, and then Roach hadn't done anything all night. He, he gets a, a ball screen, and – that was the one.
0: That so, that one.
2: Let's talk about that because I'm not sure anybody was doing anything in Carolina blue on that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, arguably the most critical defensive possession of the game, down one, and we give up a layup. I believe in the game at Cameron, we were down two when Roach penetrated and got that layup off a ball screen. He finished with the left to put him up four. Um but in such a critical possession in the game, in a low-scoring – low I don't even know if it was a low-possession game. It felt like a low-possession game because the scoring was so bad. But a low-scoring game in in one of the defining defensive possessions under a minute, and you give up a largely uncontested layup to a six-foot guy, uh, just like we did over in Durham. And so – I don't know. There's a there's a toughness. Oh, here comes Caroline. Hey, I, I'm doing a show. Go ahead. I love you, baby. All right. That's awesome. Perspective right there. <laughs> um,
1: it's, yeah, it's, th- there's, there's things bigger than basketball. Yeah,
0: there absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's waiting for me to play a game with her. But in one of the most critical possessions of the game, defensively, we're a sieve and we give up an uncontested layup. That's on. Un- it's inexcusable. And we've talked about this. we talked about this on the podcast with Justin the types of drills we would do to finish practice must stop must finish with a perfect defensive possession that, and let me explain that a perfect defensive possession means that if we were, if if the, the possession in practice, if that was in a game and the staff was grading it, no one made a single mistake. It wasn't enough just to get a stop is if you made any error, It wasn't a perfect defensive possession, and we did it again. And then we did it again, and then we did it again. Until you had a perfect defensive possession, a perfect stop, where every communication was right, every rotation was right, you were off the ball in the right position, on the ball, everything was perfect. That's how we finished practice. Perfect stop, must-stop defense, one-stop defense. That possession was that, and we gave an uncontested layup. So as Taylor said, we are who we thought they are.
2: Yeah, when you do it repeatedly, over and over and over, uh, the reason we've talked about how Carolina is not really a tournament team, um, and somebody in the chats comparing Carolina's resume with Duke's, well, Duke just beat Carolina for the second time, so that's really not a a fair question. Duke,
1: Duke is also fourteen and six in the ACC. Uh, they beat UVA. I, I don't think Duke is a good team by by any stretch of the imagination. I have a hard time seeing them get out of the the first weekend in the NCAA tournament but com- comparing the two resumes is you're you're wasting your breath if you think they're even close
2: yeah Taylor what'd you think about Filipowski Filipowski I thought he was ACC player of the year I you know if I had a vote and I voted after this game I'd I'd probably give it to him to be honest with you I thought he was fantastic and Carolina could do nothing with him Leaky had no shot against him what'd you see there
1: yeah Carolina really didn't have uh any answers for him I thought... He's a pro. He's a yeah. pro,
0: right? That's a, that's a pro. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, they they didn't really have any answers for him. Um, it's tough to give him ACC Player of the Year just just off of one game. Um, I think as a whole, this has just been a, a pretty down year for trying to figure out who the ACC Player of the Year is. I, he started off strong. Baycott has had his moments. Uh, both the NC State guys, Wong from, from Miami, Burton, from Pitt... Um, if if I had to choose somebody, I think I would go go Wong just off of uh, Miami being the one seed in the ACC, and Wong has been a, a pretty steady part in in Miami, um, not just this year but the past couple of years. And I think voters kind of they shouldn't they shouldn't take that into consideration, but I think voters are are more likely to vote for returning guys um, than than the newcomers like Filipowski.
2: Perhaps. He's awfully good. Uh, Taylor, uh, phew, Dewey, let me ask you one question. I mean, there's not much left to say about this. Carolina loses to Duke 62-57. will play, I think, they're the seventh seed in the ACC tournament. If my um, analysis is correct, I um, have no idea who they'll play. It should be Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. But, but, Dewey, let me ask you one this one question. Carolina calls a timeout late to set up a play, and I think that wasn't it under a minute or right around the minute? Sure. Gift from Filipowski misses the front end. Yeah, it right, comes down, down three. Seventeen seconds left. T- tell me what you saw there, because they are what they thought that, that what we thought they are is basically what I saw.
0: Yeah, I mean, didn't didn't get a quality shot. Um, it didn't. I got to go back and watch it, but it didn't seem to me to really be a, a quick hitter in terms of getting a uh, an open look for somebody in rhythm. I think they just ran something to get into the flow and. And it was really just a modified motion. But um, uh, we, we struggled to do anything offensively. You know, they, they denied on the wings, on passing. They, they made it hard to get the ball to Baycott. Uh, when he did get it, they doubled, and they dared Leaky to, to beat them. And, and he couldn't. Um, he was that open for a reason. You know, the stats don't lie. And uh, I know what happened on Monday, but that, that was the aberration. Come on. That was the exception, not the rule. And uh, yeah, look, out have a timeout. We got a terrible look. There, that no question about that. Um, which is which is challenging, guys. Guys, I'm I'm literally on TV live. Okay, you go, missed. Go, go, go. All right, we need to door. let
2: Dewey get out of here. Let's closing thoughts here. Let's uh, Taylor, give me your clo- I mean, Carolina, I think they're in a position where they got to win the ACC tournament. Um, really can't see that happening. But how do how do you see next week playing out?
1: I think at, at the very least, they have to make it to the ACC championship. And then it, I think it just goes back to the point where a, a team that struggles this much closing out games and wondering how much fatigue is a factor, winning what what's going to be three straight games in, in three straight days. To um, get to
2: the championship would be, yeah. Uh...
1: Yeah, so um, – it's, it's not at 0%, but it's, it's, it's pretty low uh, to win the ACC. This team has shown flashes of if they could put together 40 minutes. um, They, they haven't shown that they could really do that outside of uh, the Virginia game, uh, the Clemson game. So I I think the, the talent is there. It's just, will the role players kind of step up and, does Carolina have any kind of a bench to take some of the pressure off the Caleb's and and the RJ's and and Mondo's? All right.
2: Yep. I got them all. Let's do it. I'm going to let you uh, perform under pressure and with uh, a triple team going on, a double team going on. Just final thoughts before we get out of here. Shout out to the 400 plus people in there. Hey, can you
0: say go Tar Heels?
1: Go Tar Heels.
2: Go Tar Heels. Yeah. Tonight wasn't our night. Okay. You go. Uh,
0: Look, it it, – (laughs) <laughs> bye bye. In a game we absolutely had to have. Um, I was not overly impressed with our effort. I was not impressed with our execution. Uh, I was not impressed with our guts to make shots when you had to have them. Uh, with your back against the wall, you'd think you would literally kill yourself to win this game. And I just don't think that I necessarily saw that. I, mean, you know, I thought at times in – uh, in the first half, I thought Mondo really played hard. He ran the floor, um, but ag- again, I repeat, this is not a good Duke team. This is not a good Duke team. They're 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 not, even, they're not ranked. They're average. You know, they'll be a tournament team, and as we said, I don't know that they get out of the first weekend. And um, it's just kind of it's like a wet fart, and I was just like so disappointing that we that we wouldn't bring the fight to them, that we wouldn't feed off the crowd, that we wouldn't be tough enough to make shots and get stops and capitalize on plenty of Duke mistakes and missed miss shot. I just I mean, what did Duke shoot? What what was their percentage?
2: Thirty six. Um,
0: see, I mean, seeing
1: seeing how average the Duke team is has to be the, the most frustrating
0: part. Yeah, that's right. I mean just they're not that good and uh and we're worse unfortunately
2: sums it up carolina loses 62 57 to duke in the smith center props to the crowd the crowd was unbelievable in the dean dome um the game was ugly but duke found a way to get it done late jeremy roach making that layup we talked about sort of sort of iced it for them carolina will have to Get ready for the ACC tournament, I guess, Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. I guess that could change. Um, We'll see. But Taylor Vipulis, Dewey Burt, another regular season down on the Inside Carolina Podcast sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt. Thank you guys so much.
1: The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network.